This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Supreme Court kicked off its term today with a case that could have big implications for farm policy. Justices heard oral arguments in Sackett versus the Environmental Protection Agency and are being asked to issue a ruling to clarify wetlands determinations and the jurisdiction of the Clean Water Act. As is often the case with oral arguments before the High Court, a lot of the discussion was about particulars of statutory language and how it should apply. For Sackett attorney Damian Schiff, the current framework is causing problems for producers. Schiff suggested a different kind of test that he felt was a significant improvement on the current significant nexus language that comes into play when the EPA is making wetlands determinations. Instead, he suggested a continuous surface water connection to a water of the U.S. It's difficult to understand textually how one can regulate an area as a water if on a regular basis there is no water there. But what then to do about the lack of water during the summer months, Chief Justice John Roberts asked. The case is being closely watched by farm country and ag lobbyists in Washington, many of which want to see the case play a role in the waters of the U.S. rule that will ultimately come out of the EPA during the Biden administration. Both the Obama and Trump administrations have had their attempts struck down in the courts, notes Mary Thomas Hart with the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. While the Supreme Court is busy considering WOTUS, EPA is also set to finalize yet another regulatory definition of WOTUS by the end of the year. So this is really only the beginning of the next round of WOTUS conversation as we continue to search for a definition that provides necessary clarity for cattle producers across the nation. You can see more on the SCOTUS arguments in Steve Davies' coverage on agripulse.com. Also online today, Hurricane Ian ripped through Florida and the Carolinas at key times for many producers. The storm made landfall Wednesday, and Florida farm groups are still working to fully assess the damage to the state's citrus and livestock growers, among other industries hit by the hurricane. Early estimates show Hurricane Ian could be Florida's costliest storm since the 1990s. Finally today, fluid milk sales are facing some headwinds, but that isn't stopping the industry from trying to grow its footprint. AgriPulse's Hannah Pagel has more. An industry leader says more on-the-go options for consumers are needed to increase the consumption of fluid milk. Yin Woon Rani is the CEO of MilkPep. Speaking on this week's open mic, Woon Rani says a big contributor to the decreased consumption of fluid milk is due to consumers changing their lifestyle. There has been a decline for several decades, but during the pandemic, we obviously gained some back. And frankly, I think the biggest structural and secular issue is really the on-the-go issue. At home and at breakfast, it's still well-consumed, particularly in households with kids, et cetera, et cetera. But people over the last couple of decades or more just have more on-the-go occasions. She says the industry is working to make fluid milk a more shelf-stable product without losing any of the drink's characteristics and qualities. And frankly, breakfast has been the bastion of milk consumption, and there's been so much on-the-go breakfast development, if you think about all the QSRs, and shrink that space. So I think it's stable to declining, but the industry is trying to respond by having more shelf-stable, more on-the-go, more things you can take with you. But milk's blessing of being a fresh, chilled product is also a curse in some ways because it's not as portable as some of the options like bottled water. 
Boone Rennie also shares how the industry is working to educate young consumers on the benefits of milk. You can listen to her full open mic interview on agripulse.com. For Agripulse, I'm Hannah Peigel. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's Agripulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Join more than 5,000 farmers and ranchers from across the country at Farm Bureau's annual convention, January 6th through the 11th in San Juan, Puerto Rico. The convention and trade show are both open to everyone and provide you the opportunity to gain insights about the future of agriculture, sharpen your leadership skills, and expand your business proficiency. Register online at annualconvention.fb.org slash register. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.